Hello, my name is Zach, and welcome to Important Events in History. This first episode, we will be talking about World War II, specifically the Holocaust. Let's talk about the basics and just the general timeline of the Holocaust. For those who do not know, the Holocaust was the mass genocide of approximately 6 million Jews by the Nazis during World War II. The Nazis were founded in 1919, initially labeled the German Workers' Party, and but they became what they were known for now in, when, in 1933 when Adolf Hitler came into leadership. The Holocaust sort of started in 1933 when Adolf came to leadership, and Jews were started persecuted, being persecuted. In 1935, the Nuremberg Laws were issued, and the Jews were excluded from public life in Germany. In 1939, all of the Jews were required to wear the Star of David, publicly marking them as Jews. Concentration camps started being built in 1942, and they were basically meant to collect and kill Jews. There ended up being around 44,000 concentration camps by the end of the Holocaust, which was in 1945. Now that we know the basics of the Holocaust, let's talk about um, different perspectives. And the first perspective is an American soldier's perspective. American soldiers were sent to liberate Jews from the concentration camps as early as 1942, and they didn't have a great time. I managed to find a letter from an American troop named Harold Porter, and he describes the concentration camp that he went to extract from in, in pretty graphic detail. It's, I'll, I'm just going to read an excerpt from the letter. And he sent this to his parents, by the way, while he was deployed. When we reached the furnace house, we came upon a huge stack of corpses piled up like kindling. There were furnaces for burning six bodies at once, and on each side of them was a room 20 feet square crammed to the ceiling with more bodies. One big stinking rotten mess. Their faces were purple, their eyes were popping, and with a hideous grin on each one. There were nothing but bones and skins. I can't imagine having to view this and see this horror for myself. And it probably left a scar on everybody who did. Another very interesting perspective is one of a Nazi's grandchild, and I found an article from one talking about it. Um, she says that she was very glad that her mother never hid the facts that her grandparents uh, were Nazis uh, when she was younger, so she basically knew her entire life. I'm going to read a paragraph from the article. She says, I remember the first time I saw images of the camps. Footage taken by Allied troops at the Liberation. I was 10, and I was horrified. I cried, but I wasn't surprised. I already knew this and what it had to do with my family. My mother had made sure of that. Even though they were her grandparents, she still knows that they were wrong and did terrible things, saying, this is not an article about the good Nazi, if one ever existed. And her perspective is against the Nazis, but she also in, um, says that she enjoyed her grandmother when she told stories, not of the war, but just other stories. But she didn't like the idea of them being Nazis. The third main perspective is one of the Nazis. The Nazis believed that what they were doing was the right thing. 
every Nazi during the Holocaust were anti-Jewist and seek to get rid of them. They did really terrible things and killed a lot of Jews, but they still somehow thought that what they were doing was right. They thought that it would make the world better over time and that uh, without a world without Jews would be a better world. The Holocaust affected the world in a big way. Jews and Jewish supporters in Germany were in constant fear of their lives. The Diary of Anne Frank talks about a family of Jews taking refuge in a Jewish supporter's house located in the present-day Netherlands. Also, people outside the country, like France, America, Great Britain, and other supporter countries, their citizens were scared about Germany winning the war, and the soldiers and their militaries did everything they could to stop the Germans, including liberating Jews from Germany. The Holocaust has um, one main impact, which I think is one of the biggest ones, and that is the Russian economic growth that was stunted after the Holocaust, especially in the places where the Jews were killed. An article from Harvard University says the Holocaust wiped out many of the most educated and productive people in Western Russia. And they were referring to the Jews in that excerpt. Another one says the persecution of Jews has long lasting effects on the societies left behind, not because Jews constituted as a large share of the population, but because they constituted a large share of key strata of society which are essential constituents of economic and political development. This is the main economic impact because it still impacts us today a lot. And it's, it was hard for Russia to actually get up from that. And they're doing it now, but um, they are still working on it. Another smaller impact is that um, the Holocaust was remembered. A lot of people died and more got mentally scarred. And today we think back to it and wonder how it happened and remember how bad it was. This makes us less likely um, to do something like this again. And it sort of, in my opinion, put makes us a bit safer after each one. So that is the second impact of the Holocaust. Thanks for listening to uh, my podcast, Important Events in History. I am hoping to um, work on another episode um, of another important event in history sometime soon.